Hello and welcome back to the Finlay Carmichael PT podcast. Now, in today's episode, this is going to be episode number two of the Fad Diet series. And hopefully you enjoyed the first episode, which was, of course, on keto, and that was called the Keto Conundrum. And yeah, I've received a good few messages on this one, so thank you very much for everyone for that. And yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on this one as well. So after this one, you can give me your thoughts on it, let me know what you think, let me know if you've tried intermittent fasting, how you found it, and just the sort of generally your thoughts on it. Um, But yeah, again, I wanted to do this podcast because intermittent fasting is something that comes up time and time again, and it's been a very sort of popular one over the last, especially couple of years, I would say, and it's seen sort of a lot of growth and um, increased in popularity over the last couple of years. And um, I think often it's quite mistaken that intermittent fasting is is not because you're eating for less hours. It's a simple way of... um, people almost see it as like, not a magic fix, I wouldn't say, but they do see it as almost like a a cheat code for the diet. And um, the reality is, of course, as you know, like I'm not going to go over and over that again, but um, for you to be able to lose fat, lose weight, whatever it might be your goal is, that's all going to be dictated from being in a calorie deficit. And as you know, like a calorie deficit is a calorie deficit. It doesn't matter when you're eating your calories, calorie deficit and the number of calories you're consuming is is what's most important. Um, But I just wanted to go in and and sort of have a talk about what intermittent fasting is, first of all, Um, because a lot of people um, will see it as just like not eating for a certain amount of time. But of course, there's there's different um, sort of variations. And the most popular one is 16 and 8. So people would obviously fast for 16 hours and then eat for eight. Um, so that might be like 12 till eight, they'll allow themselves to eat. And then obviously the rest of the time they're fasting and maybe just drinking water, potentially coffee or whatever it might be. Um, but that's probably the most most popular form of intermittent fasting and, pr- and probably the simplest actually, um, the 16-8. The um, then there's like eat, stop, eat. So that is where there's like a 24-hour fast, one to two times weekly. Um, So let's say potentially midweek or at the start of the week, Monday, Tuesday, or maybe Wednesday, Thursday, could be the weekend. Uh, I wouldn't fancy that one. But yeah, this is where they, and I know what you're thinking, it just came into my head there, and I know you're probably thinking it as well. Well, if I ate all the calories through the week and then didn't eat, Friday, Saturday, then I'd be totally fine. I could I could drink because that's not mentioned. Um, but yeah, drinking is included. And like, I don't know technically what the, the quote unquote rules are, but it's going to be like water, potentially might, some people might have coffee, um, like in the fasting hours. So yeah, unfortunately you can't do Monday to Thursday, eat what you want, and Friday, Saturday, drink what you want, and then Sunday back to it. Um, so that's sort of like, like the, the eat, stop, eat kind of idea. And then there's obviously the 5-2, which is consuming five to 600 calories for two days of the week and then eating normally for the other five days, which is just another way of sort of eating, uh, basically committing to eating less calories in a set amount of time or eating in less hours in a certain amount of time and have a small a smaller time frame in which you can eat um, for obviously those two days 
and then the, the other five days are just normal. And of course, as you know, all of the 68, the, the days fasting, and then obviously the 5-2, all of these are have the sole goal of reducing the calories that you're consuming. So again, it's not like it's a magic fix or a cheat code or anything like that. It's simply just reducing the amount of calories you're eating. Um, now, with intermittent fasting, there's obviously claims to have been like numerous different health benefits, but the main reason that I see, see people um, fasting is for weight loss. Um, and obviously, the, it's got different pros and it's got cons as well. Um, now, some of the pros are like it takes the guesswork away because often it's, it's really, really simple. Like I'm going to talk most of this podcast about the 16-8 because that's the most popular one. Um the other ones are a little bit more extreme. So I'm just going to go 68 and let's say someone's eating between 12 and 8 o'clock just to keep it nice and simple. That's obviously the eight hours that they can eat and then out with those hours, let's say they're just going to allow themselves water and coffee. Um, so it does kind of take the guesswork away. You don't have to think much about it and it keeps things quite simple. Like you know that, right, I'm just going to eat between 12 and 8, so that's all the food that I need to potentially take to work, or that's like all the food that I need to organize, and then out with that, I'm just going to have water, or I'm going to have coffee, and it keeps things really, really simple, and it means you don't have to think about it much, and it, it, it's not very overwhelming, like if you compare that with like tracking calories, people can see that as a real um, sort of way to hold you back, and a, something that people get frustrated with us. Oh, I, can't, I couldn't be bothered with all that tracking calories and, and that side of things. So it does take the guesswork away to a certain extent. It also means that you obviously don't have to track calories. Um, so potentially I would recommend tracking calories as well, but a lot of people won't and they'll just, they'll just try it without it. And again, if that works for that person, then that's absolutely perfect. And there's no reason that you have to track calories in order to lose weight because of course you don't. It's going to come down to calorie deficit and that's that the amount of calories you're consuming is there whether you track them or whether you don't. And as you know, my, my opinion is I would 100% recommend to um, track calories at least for a period of time so that you have a good understanding and a better education of how many calories are in different foods. But of course, like intermittent fasting, you don't necessarily have to track them and you could just eat um, between 12 and 8 and you might be able to see progress. Uh, again, because you're eating in a smaller sort of window, you've got a smaller time frame in which you're eating and therefore you're more likely to eat less calories. Like if you think of if it was the other way around and you were eating for 16 hours and fasting for 8, let's say that's like a normal day, then potentially it's going to be easier to eat more calories because you've got 16 hours and therefore you've got much more time and potentially can be hungrier. Whereas the the eight hours, if you're only eating for eight hours, is going to make it potentially easier to eat less calories because you've always got a smaller time frame in which to eat. Um, so that, um, yeah, you, you don't have to track calories. And number three is it's just, it keeps it really, really simple. Like it does take away the guesswork. You don't have to think about it much. And it's just like, yep, I'm going to eat between 12 and eight and, and that's it. Now, some of the cons are like people, people do get drawn into intermittent fasting and any of these fad diets, to be honest, because it's some, it does seem like a quick fix. And I see people like, Oh, I'm going back on a diet. I've got. A, I feel like I'm gained a little bit of weight, and I want to lose a stone or so. So I'm going to try intermittent fasting. And like, 
I've heard that a lot and it does almost seem a bit like a, a quick fix and again a little bit of like a cheat code uh, because it's almost like people don't don't realize that they I think they do in the back of their mind know that it's all about the calories but I think people think oh well um, if I just eat between 12 and 8 I can still kind of eat what I want but I think the main thing is when they're eating between 12 and 8 they're still whether it's conscious or subconscious making better nutritional decisions they're maybe not eating as big a portion they're maybe not eating as much quote-unquote unhealthy food as they as they may usually do and therefore like they put it down to oh eating between intermittent fasting works for me because i'm only be eating between 12 and 8 or i'm only be eating between whatever i'm not going to do the math to try and work out the the time differences and um, whereas actually they're making better decisions they're maybe having to be a little bit more organized because maybe they are going to work and actually taking stuff with them because they know, all oh, right, I need to take my food with me because I can only eat between 12 and 8. And if I don't take food with me, then I'm going to be absolutely starving. I'm not going to be able to eat again. So I think people can get drawn into it because sometimes it does seem like a quick fix. And like, like being brutally honest, it will work. Like there will be people that intermittent fasting will work with. Of course it will. Like any diet, there's always going to be a certain amount of people that that diet works for keto. Some people will, some people will find re that really, really good. They'll be able to see progress with it and they'll be able to stick to it. Intermittent fasting, exactly the same thing. Some people will be able to stick to it. Some people will be able to see really, really good progress with it. But the majority of people, for example, keto, I know just isn't very sustainable. For, for them to be able to not have carbs, like that's, that's going to be tough. Huh? You, you, you probably um, know or you might have tried like a low-carb diet in the past and, and know how tricky it is. Whereas intermittent fasting is more doable for the everyday person. Um, although, yeah, I think people can get drawn into it, again, just because of that quick fix and because it does seem so simple and almost um, almost too good to be true, to be honest, because it, it's, it just seems so simple and it's, it's so easy. And, oh, if I just eat between these times, then that means I'm going to be able to, to lose fat and see progress. Um, but the other, the other sort of con and, and the bigger con probably is that it doesn't really help you to understand how you're actually losing weight because it, it doesn't. Um, because if you think every time that you gain a little bit of weight, oh, that means I'm j I just need to go back to doing intermittent fasting because that really worked for me. I would ask again, like the keto thing, is that really working for you if you're finding that you're you're losing weight and then just gaining it back? Now, obviously, there's going to be a sort of fluctuation within your weight. Um, like I'll give you an example. For me right now, I'm trying to sort of maintain my weight and I try and stay within a sort of five pound radius. So it's not that I'm staying at exactly the same weight. I've got like a five pound range that I'll try and stay within. If I start going above that, then I would potentially drop my calories a little bit and, and get back to within that range because this is the sort of range where, where I feel good in. I don't feel massively, um, like I'm not super, super lean, but I'm not the other way where I've not got excess fat to lose or, or anything like that. And I'm not far away from, from where I would like to be at my leanest. And with the sort of intermittent fasting, like a lot of the time it, it doesn't help you to, to understand how or why you're losing weight. And like I say, if you have to keep going back to it and keep then maybe gain a stone 
as an example, rather than just staying in your healthy range, quote unquote, then it means that potentially it's not working because you're having to stop and start. And you don't really understand how many calories you're consuming on a daily basis. Whereas my approach would be to get you to a point where you're lean. And then from that point, we might gain a little bit of weight and then stay within that sort of range of which you are happy in. And then once you're at the beauty of maintenance is like once you're at that point, once you're at maintenance and and you know sort of how many calories it, it takes to maintain your weight, then you don't really have to track because you've got a good understanding. I still like tracking because it, it helps me feel in control, but some people will get to maintenance and then it means that they know exactly how much food that they consume because let's, let's be honest, like Monday, Monday to Friday, most people are pretty like they'll, ha- they'll go between sort of two options, three options at breakfast and lunch and then maybe a few different dinners, but they've got a rough understanding of how many calories they're consuming on a daily basis. So that means that then they don't necessarily need to track and they get to a point where they don't need to track and they can eat with eat what they want. And then if they if they eat what they want within reason, and then if they get to a point where they're like, oh, I need to go back into a deficit, I feel like I've, I'm gaining a little bit of weight, they can just simply eat less. That it might be taking out a snack of their day, for example. That might be two, three, four hundred calories. And therefore, they know that should be me back in a deficit. Of course, tracking is going to help you be more accurate. Um, but that sort of helps you understand how many calories you're consuming on a daily basis. So you could increase to go into calorie surplus. You could stay there to be around maintenance. You could reduce to go into a deficit. And then you've got all three areas covered. You know how to go and switch between each one. Whereas intermittent fasting doesn't really help educate you on how you need to go into a deficit or how many calories you're consuming. And so then it makes it really difficult because you associate, yeah, I need to just cut down the hours I'm eating rather than thinking, no, it's actually down to the calories. And if I know how many calories I'm consuming, then that's really the secret to the fat loss. Um, and the other thing is like, it can be extreme. I, like I wouldn't say the 168 um, example is extreme, but I would say 24 hours fasting one to twice, one to two times a week or consuming five to 600 calories for two days a week and eat normally five other days, I would say they're extreme. And for the majority of most people, like, yeah, they might be able to do that for a short period of time, but is that really gonna, are you gonna be able to stick to that for the rest of your life? life? I would argue potentially no, because it is fairly extreme. And those two days, you're obviously gonna be have to be very, very restrictive. And I don't know about you, but I could definitely not go 24 hours without eating one to two times a week. In fact, I would almost rather eat, I would almost rather not eat for a full 24 hours than, than the 5-2 option of eating five to 600 calories for two days. Um, because, yeah, I just, I just couldn't do it. Um, and in my opinion, it's, it's very, very extreme and, and more extreme than you really need to go. Like, it's, it's a calorie deficit that you need and simply knocking off 500 calories, let's say, from your average day, 300 calories, 200, three, four, like what, however extreme or and aggressive you want to go, I would much rather do that and stay on top of that than feeling like I have to fast for 24 hours um, twice a week, because that is very, very extreme. And what I would ask you is like, weight loss and, and fat loss isn't complicated. Like it's very, very simple. 
And you've probably heard this before, but if your dog was gaining weight, like what would you do? I'm, I'm saying dog. It could be a dog, a cat, a monkey, your pet parrot, whatever you've got. Like if it was gaining weight, what would you do? Chances are you wouldn't be like, right, listen here, buster the dog. You're not going to be able to, I'm going to stop you eating for 48 hours. And once that's over, you'll be feeling better. And then you can go back to what you were eating normally. Because that's not going to help. And like, if you think about that, if you think about not feeding your pet parrot for two days, like that just sounds ridiculous. And that's what you're doing to yourself. But it almost seems normal to yourself because potentially you you've you feel like you've tried everything else and, and you haven't made the progress that you want. So you, you see that as the only option. Whereas I promise you, if you tracked your calories and stayed on top of things and you knew exactly how many calories you needed to consume, like that would, I promise you, help you see progress. Um, and in my opinion, like intermittent fasting can be a tool. Like I, I want you to think of it as exactly that, as a tool on your tool belt. If you imagine a, a builder going to work, he's got a, a, a tool belt on, that's just one of those those options that you've got when you're going into a deficit. And that's just one of them. And like, um, I use fasting at weekends. Like, generally, if I was in a dieting phase and I was trying to, to lose a little bit of body fat, I would potentially look at intermittent fasting at the weekends, particularly a Saturday because it would, it would allow me to have more calories on a Saturday night, but I wouldn't associate, I wouldn't tell myself that I'm intermittent fasting. Um, like I'm not doing it right now. I'm not consuming less calories at the weekend. I'm not consuming, sorry, I'm not intermittent fasting at the weekend right now because I'm on higher calories. As I say, I'm, I'm at maintenance. Um, but if I was eating less calories, I, w- I would look at doing it um, because it allowed me to then start eating later in the day and I wouldn't say 12 to late I would just not have breakfast and that would be my sort of um, mindset around fasting I wouldn't say I'm intermittent fasting um, I would I would just skip breakfast or maybe have a protein shake instead of instead of that and the other thing I would touch I just want to touch on is like I wouldn't recommend attaching your identity to the diet to any diet for example like not just thinking it's one thing that you can do, like not just thinking it as a as, as a tool, but thinking about it as like, it's what I do because that's who I am. Because I always think that potentially people sort of think about diets and then they think this is who I am. And it's, very, it's a very, very sort of dangerous approach when you get attached to that and you think you have to do this to lose weight. Because I promise you, you don't. And like, like that's not what you would do with a dog and and potentially it's attaching your identity and your self-worth to that diet and then you think all right I need to lose weight so I'm going to do intermittent fasting and then you think oh no because I ate at eight past one minute past eight that I've I've failed now when really that's not the case you you might have had 200 calories more but it doesn't necessarily mean that you've failed or that you're not doing well enough or, or anything like that. And so, yeah, just have a think about it and like try not to get attached too much to any one diet because all of a sudden you feel like if you quote unquote cheat on it or do something wrong that that all your progress is lost when, as you know, that is not the case, but sometimes it's easy to sort of talk yourself into that. Um, 
So yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a summary. Um, in my experience, I've found it to work with people who maybe start work later. For example, they might work in a bar or a restaurant or something like that, maybe starting the day later on. Um, or potentially people with like busy mornings. mornings. For example, like a mum taking the kids to school and, and getting them ready and a lot of their mornings focused on that. It, it could work with that because obviously they, they're super, super busy in the morning. They don't really have time and so they, they might just skip it without realising. Again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't class them as intermittent fasters as such but again it's it's that tool and um, so yeah i would say try it if it works then then great if it doesn't then it's no big deal and i would say once you've tried it extract what you liked from it and use it if you feel like it works for you and if and when you can for example what what i do and if you're dieting on trying to reduce your, the calories you're consuming you could potentially use it at the weekend and you could use it on a saturday and a sunday and then eat normally for the week and um, but as you know, in the end, all that matters is a calorie deficit. And intermittent, get, intermittent fasting gets you to consume less calories through simply creating a smaller window in which you eat. Um, whether that's 16-8, whether that's a full day fast, whether that's five to 600 calories a couple of days a week, they're always of just simply trying to get you to reduce your calories. And it's not a magic fix. It's not um, a cheat code. Is not a hack to the dieting world, but it can help some people. So, um, yeah, that is my thoughts on intermittent fasting. Let me know what your thoughts are. As I said, like I would love to hear from you if you've tried it before, if you found it useful, if you do what I do and sort of use it at the weekend. I would love to hear your thoughts and and any progress you may or may not have made on it. Um, but yeah, that is episode number two of the fad diet series number three is going to be specifically on slimming world so that will be next week looking forward to talking to you then but hope you have a good day um, and yeah have a great weekend and i'll speak to you soon